99.1 The Sports Animal breaks down the beautiful game. Benchmark Physical Therapy brings you the starting 11. Will West and Chris Carroll bring you the top 11 topics in the world of association football each week. Now, let's go to the studio for the starting 11. Physical therapy makes it happen. Will West, Chris Carroll here with you, breaking down the world of association football. Uh, 11 points. That's what we do on the starting 11 every single week, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can always catch the podcast as soon as the show's over, 991thesportsanimal.com. We give you the top 11 points in the world of soccer each and every single week. And point number one, the biggest story in the world of soccer, whether it's English soccer, American soccer, or all of Europe, Manchester City with a two-year Champions League ban because of violating the Financial Fair Play Act, Chris, what do you make of the Manchester City ban altogether? I think there's two ways of looking at this, Will. The first one is whether you agree with the um, the, the Financial Fair Play rules and whether they should be there at all. And the, the second way to look at it is that there are rules in place. So if there are rules in place, you've got to stick to them. And yeah. if you've broken the rules, then there's got to be a consequence. Otherwise, there's no point having the rules. If it turns out that they have broken the rules and they're they're only uh, they've been accused of that they haven't been found guilty yet so if they have then yes they should get um a consequence a punishment um i don't like the rule i think it's a it's a joke quite frankly i I think it's put in place to prevent clubs from spending more than they they have or they earn and there's absolutely no way manchester city uh, could spend more than they have they're in no danger of going out of business whatsoever yeah um so and if the government of abu dhabi decides that they want to inject money into manchester city to go buy players why in the world shouldn't they be able to exactly yeah if somebody wants to bring money into soccer from outside outside of soccer then it's only good for soccer and it has a bump knock-on effect and a bump on effect to other clubs because city will be buying players with those millions so clubs will be receiving those millions they'll be able to go on and buy a player so i i only see a good thing um I only see a, I only see good um, with that, and and I think there's a, an ulterior motive in bringing in the bringing in this rule, and that is to to protect the the fat cats now, the, the the big guys who are there sitting at the top table already, the Real Madrids, Manchester Uniteds of the world, because I don't quite frankly I don't think they like it when they get a Manchester City appear out of nowhere and threatening their threatening their position in in the the elite uh, the elite world. I'll agree with you on all those points. I do have a question, though, because Manchester City, it looks like they falsified financial documents, which, could, which was a violation of the, of the actual law in England, not just a, you know, the laws of UEFA or the bylaws of UEFA. Right. Um, they falsified financial documents. And what was interesting was the way that this all came out. With the football leaks in 2015 that started, it's a young man that's 28 years old from Portugal that has been somehow, someway leaking to a German newspaper different right. financial documents, trying to expose, according to him, corruption in football what's happened is these leaked financial documents from different from different teams december was the latest dump that you put that uh football leaks had and this was where we have the situation with man city right now I, I do think if there are rules in place and you know those rules i don't have to agree with those rules you still have to follow them mm-hmm. so it don't don't agree to play by those rules if that's not something that you want to do but once you agree to play by the rules yeah play by the rules yeah absolutely i agree with that completely and, and this guy in portugal by the way he's being um He's been looked at for 
um, computer hacking, isn't it? Yeah, he is. Yes. <laughs> so he's perhaps not the uh, ninety not the, counts not the of greatest authority. Yeah, ne- ninety <laughs> counts. <laughs> well, if it, if it proved that they they are guilty, then then yes, I think the I do think the two years is harsh. I think to make an example of of somebody, if the rules there, although again I I don't like it, but perhaps one year, and that's a lot of money in itself. Yeah. Um. So. I'm not comfortable with it. They're going to throw the best lawyers in the world at this. I know yes, Manchester are. City, so it's going to take. They're going to take some breaking down. But it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. So some of the things that I have seen: the possibility of Manchester City being relegated down to uh, League Two. Are you buying that as a possibility? I saw that uh, one financial analyst was telling the telling the Daily Mail that this is still on the table once they go through with the appeal and with maybe some of the um, not what they received from UEFA. But with the penalties that they receive from England, are you what? buying that as a possibility? Wow, I couldn't, I couldn't see that happening. To be honest with you, I hadn't heard that one, quite frankly. But uh, I couldn't see that clubs that are going out of business they get relegated yeah. by divisions. And um, I'm just thinking of Berry, who are uh, a little-known club in the northwest of England, and and they got they got relegated a league just at the start of this season for for not having enough funds to just to just to exist. So I. Can't see that happen to Manchester City. Yeah, I can't imagine that the Premier League decided to wake up tomorrow and hate money. And so they're just going to move them out. You still want, I mean, again, we talked about it last week. Television revenue is the enor- an enormous driver when it comes to mm. maybe the future of this league. And to the point where maybe even you don't need all of this oil money because each of these teams are going to make so much money in television revenue. They're not going to decide that for the next two years, we're going to, or three years, we're going to not have Man City on television. There's just too much money involved. Another thing that was brought up is the the ban possibly upon appeal could be reduced to one year. Do you find that to be a, a viable possibility? Yeah, that would be more. That would make more sense if you like. If we if the, if there has to be something, uh, it just doesn't sit right. For years, soccer hasn't just been around since financial fair play. For decades, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Arsenal had way more money than anybody else and just spent and spent and spent to keep themselves at the top top of the tree. So do, so does Barca. So does Real Madrid. Um, they're all millions in debt. All of those that I'm actually perhaps not Liverpool and um, and Arsenal, but I know for sure Man United, Barca, and, and Real Madrid are. And so for years, the rule was, or the way of the world was, that if you had had extra money, you can find extra money to make yourself more powerful. Make yourself more powerful. So do you think this is a new money versus old money yeah, situation? I, oh yeah, yeah, I absolutely do. I think they feel really threatened. I mean. They don't want a Burnley, another oil guy coming in, making Burnley like Manchester City uh, and Chelsea. And I think this all started, they started to put this in place when Chelsea um, came into their money before Manchester City even. Yeah. So I think somebody's been gunning for them. Okay, so that final spot of the Premier League right now, because as it looks right now, as things stand, I think the belief is that at least one year will be upheld with this appeal from Man Man City Mm. to UEFA. So what happens with that fourth spot? One, it looks like Chelsea's spot right now in the in the top four for a championship spot. It seems like that is absolutely susceptible. But now if you're looking at a number of probably as many as eight teams vying for two spots yeah. in the Champions League, how do you see this playing out right now? That we, Liverpool's there and Leicester City looks like they're there. Those last two spots, who ends up in those spots in your mind? God, I mean, this changes every two weeks, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing we got changed this week was Son from Tottenham is, yeah. is going to be out, at least according to Mourinho. He expects the rest of the year. So no Harry Kane until late April. And you've got Son out now. So it's Lucas Mora. And I'm actually playing right wing. So I'm really excited about the <laughs> opportunity. So that looked like the team that would just, okay, we'll just buy, via default. It looks like Tottenham's gotten it figured out. They have a ton of talent. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's no Harry Kane, but he'll be back right at the end. And that'll be the team that grabs that last Champions League spot. 
Now it probably, it, or at least it might not be Tottenham. It doesn't look like they're the most likely uh, scenario. So who would you have in the top four if you had to call it today? Well, because of recent history, you just can't help but think it's going to be Chelsea and Tottenham. Yeah. But I've got, got a sneaky feeling on Sheffield United. Okay. Everton are coming up. They are really coming up. They're coming up Since on the rails. Since taken over as yeah, manager there, they just keep winning. They don't lose. I'll say that. There are no. draws, but they yeah. just don't. They haven't lost in 2000. I think since December 2nd is the last time that uh, Everton actually lost a match. Yeah, and it's just happening right at the right time for them. And uh, they don't really have superstars, but they've got a great team, by, by the looks of it, a great team spirit, great team ethic. As do Sheffield United. Wolves have a great team ethic too. Um, they're stuttering a little, so uh, drawing instead of instead of winning. It's not much of sticking my neck on the line, but well, I'm going to go Tottenham and Sheffield United. Okay, so that the Sheffield United sticking my neck on the line, but I see Spurs and Sheffield United. Uh, maybe I'm poor mouthing my own team uh, in the proper Jose Mourinho style, mm. but uh, I will take uh, Sheffield United and Everton, and I really? think that we really see a shake up a little bit at the top of the table. Yeah. This, this season's gone that way, where I don't trust yeah. Man United. Man, it looked like the Wolves were going to be the team that was going to take a Champions League spot from someone, but. Uh, it has not gone well the last nine matches, Chris. Probably no. not as well as you would have liked, as well as they played. Everton with the way that they're winning. Uh, I think Sheffield United, I'll agree with you. I do, I do think that is a team that you just, uh, you've kind of convinced me on Sheffield United as you are the mm-hmm. head of their PR their PR <laughs> department. <laughs> I, but I, I look at Sheffield United as a team that I, that I do think they are consistent. I do think they will be there. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, even if they, like, let's say Everton takes the loss to Arsenal this weekend. Are they going to keep this hot of a run going? No, they're not. But I trust them to be consistent. Well, mm. right now, I don't trust Man United. I don't trust Chelsea. Mm. I don't trust uh, Tottenham. So when I'm looking at removing those three teams from the equation, I can't trust the Wolves right now to be consistent. So Everton and Sheffield United seem to be the most consistent of those teams. So I think that they'll end up in Champions League spots. Point number two, Chris, Nashville SC and the city of Nashville have finally agreed on a stadium deal. So they, they've gotten it done. It, now, I will say the, the Mayor Cooper in Nashville may have had his foot to the fire a little bit. There was a piece of legislation in the House that, that uh, would, would have made allowed them to build the stadium, whether the mayor signed off on this or not. The deal had already been signed. The mayor just refused to start the demolition of the current structures that are on the site. Nashville SC gets it done. It looks like the mayor's hand was going to be forced. Nashville SC is paying for the entire stadium, which is not something that happens in sports in 2020 in the United States of America. And they're also willing to have a discussion about how the 10 acres of land surrounding the stadium that they are entitled to for paying for this, that it could be used as multi-purpose so that it could help them land a NASCAR deal at the fairgrounds and be able to get a NASCAR race at the fairgrounds. Well, hallelujah, the, the deal's done. That's what I say, but because it was going to reflect really badly on the, on the, on the club if, uh, if this went on any longer. It's so it's great that they it, it's out of the way. It's going to happen, and they can start the start the season in a couple of weeks. You know, with that um, hanging over them. I kind of hate that Cooper is being applauded for getting the deal done. The deal was already done, and he acted like it was an issue. Well, or the cost of demolition of the uh, current facilities that are on the fair side, structures that are on the fair side, is just twice the, the as much as we thought it was going to be. How much was it? Twenty three million dollars. Okay, so Nashville SC says, okay, we'll give you fifty four million to cover all of those costs. And that wasn't good enough for it. At the end of the day, from people I've spoken to around the city of Nashville and in the sports scene in Nashville, the mayor wants a NASCAR race there to get there's a backroom deal going on. Now, Nashville SC got voted on by the public. It got voted on by city council and they all voted to do this deal. 
the mayor's trying to work a backroom deal to make sure that the fairground site lands a NASCAR race. Hmm. And so you've got how many ever home matches that you would have in that in soccer that you're holding hostage right now so you can get one NASCAR race per year Jeez. when your city already has a NASCAR race that sucks. So why are you putting on another NASCAR <laughs> race? It would be better at the fairground site than it is at the current site. But it's just amazing to me that, that the guy, after all the things that were done to, to get this stadium done, you've got the team willing to pay for all of the stadium uh, facilities, expenses, and things like that. You've got extra money to help with the demolition. And all they want is we want this area around there to be able to develop so that we can have camps out there if we want to put restaurants and bars and souvenir shops and stuff like that mm-hmm. and instead the person who the person who would possibly put a nascar race onto this property is that says i want a parking garage on that space and so you've tried to hold this whole thing up so you can get a parking garage built so you can get one race per year mm. it's un- unbelievably foolish it's duplicitous frankly it's slimy and I don't think that, that Mayor Cooper is a particularly great guy and probably an even worse politician. Mm, yeah, not a popular man right now. We'll come back on the other side. Starting 11, Will West, Chris Carroll, 99.1, The Sports Animal. 99.1, The Sports Animals, giving away tickets to the Men's Basketball Championship Tournament in Nashville. There are two ways to qualify. The low-energy way, listen for your cue to call in, and the let's-go-outside way. Learn the locations of designated live broadcast and register to win the grand prize, two tickets to each day's games, and $500 to cover travel costs. It's the ultimate basketball fan's dream. This chance for you to see the balls play in Nashville is from Coors Life. It's the climb to the championship only on 99.1, the sports animal. Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including East Town, Alcoa, and Maryville. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville. Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from $184,000 to $600,000. They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. Hey, this is Justin at Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply. Spring is almost here, and we are running a service special for zero turn and riding mowers for $179.99. That includes free pickup and delivery. Push mower services for $69.99. Dickens carries Kawasaki parts and filters, as well as Kawasaki engines. Come check out our selection of Toro and Wright mowers with 0% financing available. It's time to start thinking about the lawn. We have pre-emergent in stock and can help you get the products you need. Come see me at 6305 Bomb Drive or online at DickensSupply.com. Trust your sight to the eye care team that keeps the Vols in focus. University Eye Specialists. 
From routine eye exams, glasses and contacts, to LASIK, cataracts and other surgical procedures, you can count on University Eye Specialists. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville and Morristown. Request an appointment today at UniversityEye.com. University Eye Specialists. Proud to serve the UT Athletics Department since 1978. It might be old-fashioned, but Chansey & Reynolds is committed to its customers, not their profit margin. Chansey & Reynolds thinks you should speak to a human when you call, so you will. Their new ream unit provides efficient comfort, and their service to your existing furnace, heat pump, or geothermal unit will help keep the utility bill low, service-oriented, and fair to its customers. Chansey & Reynolds has kept East Tennessee comfortable since 1978. The big Monthly service fees apply. Authorization, enrollment, and activation activities are required to receive all services. Contact institution for details. So how are we doing today, Mr. Johnson? Anesthetic working? Oh, for God. Oh, me? I'm having a great day. I just opened a Kasasa cash account. It gives me refunds on ATM withdrawal fees nationwide, free checking, cash rewards, and take-backs. Take-backs? I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, Whoops. Uh, speaking of take-backs. Take-back banking and ATM withdrawal fees nationwide with free Kasasa cash. Stop by your neighborhood commercial bank and ask for Kasasa or visit CBTN. Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carrollsportsacademies.com. And now, back to the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Online at BenchmarkPT.com. Benchmark Physical Therapy makes it happen. It is the starting 11. Will West, Chris Carroll, CarrollSportsAcademies.com. Chris, right? Soccer instructions, what you guys do. Can you tell us a little bit about the academy? We give professional quality coaching to three to 12 year olds it's all age related so the three and fours are, are, are having fun and um, and playing games and learning what it is to play on a team and, and what all that means and then the 12 year olds and and up are, are doing more advanced um, more advanced skills although we welcome beginners as well and we treat them all the same and and we also pl- place a lot a big emphasis on developing the character of the child and the and the youth as well as just the soccer um, the soccer player that's really important to us carolsportsacademies.com where you can get help with Chris Carroll for your uh, kids out there that are playing the beautiful game. All right, Liverpool survives again. This is point number three for us, Chris. Why have they had so many close calls, Liverpool? We'll start there. And I also want to get into how in the world they keep winning close matches. Liverpool's won 18 straight. Why are these matches, when they're so dominant and they're so loaded, why are these matches so close all the time with them? Well, they're getting caught. I think it's because of Liverpool's frame of mind and how they play. They, 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 They play to attack. So they are getting caught every now and then because they're bombing players forward. So they are going to be light in, in defense. They'll leave two at the back sometimes when if both um, fullbacks go. Because, all the, like we said before, all the, all the teams in the Premier League can all play. Yeah. They can all play a bit. And, and uh, Norwich the other day, they, they, had chat, they had a great chance. They were two-on-one with the keeper and, uh, to beat, and he, he just missed his, missed his pass and the keeper got there. But they're getting caught, Liverpool. The reason that they're winning... Three reasons: Salah, Mane, Firmino. Okay, they got just talent. They, yeah, if they concede one goal, they'll score two. And you know, if one of those guys has an off off day or an off couple of couple of weeks, the other two are going to step up. And in front of goal, 
you look at them and you think, yeah, they, they think they're going to score. We think they're going to score. And more often than not, they do score. So mo- a lot of teams, they've got one player they rely on to do that. Liverpool have got three. I think that's the, well, that's the reason. That's the reason. They're just outscoring their uh, outscoring their opponents. We, we see some teams in a situation like that where they have an embarrassment of riches in the high, you know, up high, and they, there's not enough balls to go around mm-hmm. for them to, to be able to keep everybody right. happy. Liverpool doesn't seem to have a problem with that. Is that an issue with coaching? Selfless players? Little of both? Selfless players, I believe. They've got a system working that um, that works really well for them. Um, Firmino, he's, he drops off. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about him and his role a, a little bit later on. But he drops off and he he's, he's happy to play in Salah and Mane and sacrifice some opportunities, goal-scoring opportunities that he might, he might have if he played, plays a little bit further forward. Between the three of them, they all seem happy and happy to happy to do what their their role is in the team and and um, there's not many uh, well i can't think of another well maybe man city that, that have got so so much scoring talent up top point number four teams playing well but failing to gain three points aston villa toto toe with Tottenham couldn't get the three points norwich norwich has played everybody tough and it just never seems like they can get a win or even a draw mm-hmm. for that matter can't pull a point and i hate to bring this up but your wolves last nine matches one win during that time. Yeah, thanks uh, for mentioning and, that. And they yeah. played incredibly well and, frankly, outplayed a number of the big clubs that they played during that time. Mm-hmm. What's going on with those three teams? Is there something you can point your finger on at? Or is there, um, or yeah. is there something you can put your finger on? Or is there, are there just different answers for, for all three of those clubs? I think it's the same. I think you go back to what we just talked about with Liverpool. They've got Salah, Mane, Firmino up front. Yeah. Those three, those three clubs you mentioned, they don't. No. Uh, they don't have the equivalent. Villa have great their top score is Grealish with nine yeah now the next one's eight Al Ghazi's now having to play in front of net a little bit and they're you know just kind of in platoon almost in the striker position there. yeah that's right yeah and Grealish is uh, considered an attacking midfield player really yeah. the next um, top scorer the next high scorer at Villa is your centre midfield player with eight so there's no forward or two forwards banging in goals regularly for them so they're playing great no goals no goals up top Norwich, Pook is your man there. He's got 11, 11 goals this season. Next top scorer, six. That's uh, young Noel Cantwell. So he's a midfield player. Yeah. So there's there's a there's a pattern. Wolves, Jimenez, he's got 14 goals. Now, you know, he can't hit a barn door from two yards at the moment. <laughs> and, and the next player is the next high scorer is six. With, is Jota. So they're, they're, and Wolves are playing some great stuff like Norwich, like Villa. And they're making chances that... If they when they fall to Salah, Mane, Firmino, they end up in the back of the net. With Wolves, Norwich, Villa, they end up in Rosette. Okay, well, well, I'll ask you this: When you look at Everton, right? Ancelotti takes over as manager there. They go from one striker to two strikers. Mm-hmm. All the difference in the world. Um, we talked about Liverpool there, and it's kind of whoever in midfield will figure it out and mm-hmm. get the ball up front, and we'll let our strikers make plays for us. Is that? Do we have a lot of teams that have maybe built around the midfield and they shouldn't have? Or is it a ma- managers who maybe are overly conservative and don't want to put the second striker in? Striking's a talent. Striking's a gift to be able to do. I mean, and and, and not many can do it. Now Liverpool happen to have three yeah. that can all at once, and and it's that's why you pay an absolute fortune for a great striker who you can like like a Kane who can do it week game after game after game. You expect them to score, and the other teams are relying on midfield players to chip in now. Spurs, Liverpool, they'll still have their midfield players chipping in. 
but the majority of the goals are going to come from their forwards, whereas those other teams, the midfield players aren't even chipping in at times, you know, and um, they just don't have a second quality forward that you expect and, and you rely on to, to, to score those goals every other game or every game. No, I don't know. They've got to do some shooting practice. It's amazing how many times you watch a game and a, and a Premier League striker, attacking midfield player or midfield player will have a shot from the edge of the box and it'll go like 10 rows too high. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. Well, well, that, I guess I watched against Liverpool, Norwich, right in front of the net, wide open net, just shanks it. Wolves, 92nd minute. Uh-huh. You have a shot right in front of net to at least tie and, and gain a point there. Right in front of net, shanked. So frustrating. So frustrating. You think and that's just pressure? The spot's so big? Uh, yeah, it must be. It must be. Because when you have a youth team, that when that happens, you say to the guys, look, just, just concentrate, focus on hitting the target, make the goalkeeper do something. He'll make a mistake. Let's follow it in. So it must be pressure. But it's unbelievable how many times hit the target. It's looking good. And it, I mean, it's like they've never hit a ball before. Point number five, has Arsenal turned the corner? Same number of losses right now as Man City and Leicester City. They haven't lost in 2020, and really nice young players. So they've gotten in the mix a little bit with Saka and Inkita. What are your thoughts on Arsenal, and do you think they have figured this out? They've turned the corner under Arteta. They're turning a corner under Arteta, I think. I don't think, I've yet to be convinced they're going to make it all the way around that corner. It's going to take time, but you're right. I mean, since he took over, they've won three, drawn five, only lost one. Which is, which is good because if you can get out of the habit of losing, that, that, that shows some strength. He's doing something right. They all seem to be happy. Ozil broke into a trot the other day and he, he you know, so he, he, he's <laughs> he kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're attacking well. I still think they look a bit iffy at the back. They look vulnerable at the back, but they've got some great young players. They've got a good blend actually of attacking players, midfield players. Defensively, I'm not, I'm not so sure. And a bit of steel, I think they could use a bit of a bit of fight. But but yeah, he's, he seems to have um, he's working his magic. They seem to be responding, and they're they're not losing, which is a which is a great thing. For he, them. He's finding a way to get his talent on the onto the field at the same time as well, right? They, it, why did it take for Arteta to take over as a manager when to get Lacazette, Obama uh, Yang, and Pepe on the field at the same time? Yeah, and then to also then okay, we're, but we'll have Saka and we'll just put him at the back, right, as a, as a fullback, and let him come up and help us in the wide spots. And it's been kind of a revelation for them. Are tennis also not afraid to when somebody isn't uh, willing to put their foot in and they're not giving you a, a high enough work rate? He's not afraid to set people. He mm-hmm. sets Lacazette this time and, and gives Nkita the start as striker in front of that uh, in this last match that they just played against Newcastle. Against Burnley, he sets Pepe. And then Pepe responds after he comes back in against Newcastle just this past week. So mm-hmm. if, if you look at what he's doing... I think that it's it's he's not afraid to sit superstars no matter how much money they've spent on them, but he's also not afraid to put them all on the field at the same time and say, okay, I'll figure out, let, let's go play soccer. I'll figure out these positions. Sabalos right. gets back on the field. He's the first time he gets a start since Arteta has taken over. So he's not afraid to send a message to his players, but he's also going to look at it and say, okay, I have a ton of talent. I'm not going to try to go square peg round hole. Let me take the talent that I have and create a system around this talent to get the best that I can for my team. Yeah, man, and that's a that's a sign of his strength that that they do they do respect him. If they're if they're being dropped, and they're coming back and responding, then that shows that they they care and they care what he says and they want to react for him. That's Chris Caroline, Will West, ninety nine one, the sports animal.
Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including La Follette, Halls, Oak Ridge, and Sequoia Hills. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Hi, mate. Are you not performing the way you're used to in the bedroom? Do you want to improve your overall performance? Optimal Health in Turkey Creek is treating men with Gainswave. Gainswave is a revolutionary medical treatment for ED that uses wave therapy. They've been using it in other countries for years. It addresses the root cause of ED for long-lasting results. Gainswave is a safe 20-minute treatment that breaks up blockages, repairs blood vessels, and promotes blood flow. There is no downtime with Gainswave, and it's available at Optimal Health. You can be active in the bedroom same day as your treatment. Gainswave is simple and non-invasive. There are no pills or injections. Regain control of your sex life and be spontaneous again. Or improve your overall performance with help from Optimal Health in Turkey Creek. For more info and to save $250 on Gainswave at Optimal Health, text GAINS to 313131. Text the word GAINS, G-A-I-N-S, to 313131 today to regain your bedroom confidence. Hey, this is Ainge here. If you're planning to sell your home, you want to work with the very best. Agent selection really does matter. That's why I recommend you call Tracy King, Knoxville's Real Estate Authority, with Kings of Real Estate. Tracy King will help you get the most money for your home sale. That's because Tracy already has the buyers and creates demand and multiple offers just like he did for sellers on 229 Nicely Trail and Pal, selling their home even before it hit the MLS. They were amazed because they had their home previously listed for six months with another agent and it didn't sell. With Tracy King, your home may already be sold through Tracy's Home Buyers and Waiting program. And if Tracy can't sell your home at your agreed-to price, he will buy it himself, guaranteed in writing. Call Knoxville's Real Estate Authority, Tracy King, at 365-2323. That's 365-2323. And start packing. It's Mattress Firm's President's Day Sale. Right now, save up to $600 when you get a king bed at a queen price and a queen for a twin. Like a Serta Perfect Sleeper Queen mattress, now just $499.99. Plus, take home a free adjustable base when you spend just $499. Don't wait. Visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you for our best deal of the year. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. The following statement is from a bartender who claims to have worked at Hulu's reality TV house party. So, it's 11 a.m. on a Monday and my entire stash of champagne is already gone. Derek Huff is going on about his Wi-Fi barbecue. Darcy Silva is living her best life in the photo booth. The mass Singer is whooping down all the catering. I can't make mimosas fast enough. And then someone spills an entire tray of food all over the floor. Reality or not, we'll never know. What we do know, Hulu has reality TV. Start your free trial today. Learn more at Hulu.com. The British Invasion continues with Chris Carroll and Will West on the Starting Eleven. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Welcome back into the Starting Eleven. Will West, Chris Carroll, Benchmark Physical Therapy makes it happen. Online, BenchmarkPT.com. Point number six is where we're at in the Starting Eleven right now. Inter-Miami is in a lawsuit with Inter-Milan to force a name change. Inter-Milan trying to force the name change for Inter-Miami. 
Inter-Miami has already lost one round of court battles now. I'll ask you, should the team have to change their name, Inter-Miami? No, I don't think so. I, I think... I mean, the fact is, if you, anyone who's followed soccer for a long time, if you if you think of Inter, you do think of Inter Milan. But I'll, I'll, I'll use the comparison of United. There are tons of Uniteds in the world. Now, when people say United, you think of Manchester United, first of all. But but you've got Atlant in the, uh, alone in the MLS. Atlanta United, DC United, Minnesota United, yep. Leeds United. So Sheffield United right yeah, now exactly, doing a great yeah. job in the, so, yeah. so Man United don't go, well, hey, you know, everybody you, let's stop using United, let's trademark United. It's unrealistic. Yep. But um if anything, uh, and if Mel if Miami are copying Milan, then then they should see it as a compliment. You know, and, and if if, pe- if more people are saying enter here in this in the States, then it can only uh, have a positive effect and it, it br- brings attention to Milan. So I think it's unrealistic for Milan to uh to, to say, hey, you know, I think it's a bit petty to say, no, you can't use Inter. So apparently in 2014, Inter Milan filed a, for a trademark on the name Inter as a brand in the United States. Inter Miami began in 2018, announced the name change, and the MLS is arguing that Inter is a descriptor, not a name. Right now, 18 clubs around the world use the Inter name, including two in Brazil that play in the same league. I... It, it, this is a descriptor, right? Mm, yeah. Inter, it just means international. Yeah. And it, so it's this is a descriptor. And I would also think in South Florida, with such a Latin presence there, there are a lot of soccer fans in that area. And if I can say, okay, the Serie A club that you're going to be the biggest fans of, your Inter-Miami fans are automatically going to become Inter-Milan fans, you're going to be able to make some money off of that somehow, some way. I guess the one thing that I would say if I'm Inter-Milan that I wouldn't want is, you can't tell me I can't sell my, my Inter stuff and use Enter to monetize my name in the United States of America just because you created Inter Milan or Inter Miami four years after we uh, trademarked the Inter name for Inter Milan in the U.S. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it all seems a bit petty considering there's so many clubs with the same name or parts of the same name all over the world, like Uniteds and and cities and and uh, you know that uh, NFC and SC and yeah, things like that. You yeah. think that have sorted this out way before now. Point number seven, our tactics tutorial. Chris uh, Carroll here from Carroll Sports Academies. Chris, what do you have for us this week? Okay, well, you hear when you, when you watch a game and you hear commentators saying he's playing or, or coaches saying he's playing between the lines. Um, and I just want to explain what that means. So when you're attacking, what you're trying to do, or what a lot of clubs try to do, is put a player between the lines of the defense and the midfield. So it's that little space. It's not a big gap, It's but there is a gap there between the defence and the midfield. Now, I'm going to go back to Firmino here. He does, he, he and that, this is how he helps his, his other two strikers. He'll drop off, he might start, he might start in line with the defenders and he'll drop into that space between the midfield and the, and the, and the defenders. Now, when he does that, he's making himself available, available to the rest of his team or whoever's got the ball. When he receives the ball, he's he, unless the defenders come with him and he's tight to him, he can turn and he can play in his attackers. Now, if a defender does come tight with him, there's a space behind that defender for him to flick the ball into for, for, for Salah or Mane. If a defender doesn't come with him, then he can turn and he can either play the other two in, who are running little, little diagonal runs, or he can go himself and, and, and shoot. Playing between the lines, it causes a headache for defenders. Um, it gives an attacking 
play a little. It gives three attacking players a little more, more depth, so and a few more options instead of them all three of them playing in a, in a straight line. And it can it causes confusion in defence. And you you don't just have to have one playing in there. Manchester City often put a couple in that space. Point number eight: most exciting players in soccer right now, internationally, in the English Premier League and in the MLS. We'll start here, Chris. We'll start internationally right now, just around the world. Who is the most exciting soccer player? And whatever definition you want to get use of exciting, you can use the most exciting soccer player in the world is. For me, exciting is when they get the ball. When a player gets the ball, the crowd think they 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 get excited. Something something might happen, and um, usually you know it's around goals or making goals or just doing something out of the ordinary a little bit, just from your your average bread and butter player. Internationally, I can't get past Messi. Yeah. If somebody said, you've got a ticket to any game to go and watch any play, you know, I've never seen Messi play live. Who do, you know, go and see whoever you want to play, I would go and see Messi. Because I think whenever he gets the ball, something's likely to happen. And, and it can, he can be in a tight space, he can be in, in, in space. He's got quick feet. It makes something out of nothing. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see him play live. So I know he's been around a while and I thought, you know, I was thinking of the young guys coming through and, uh, he's, he is the most exciting exciting player to me internationally. I, I went with Ronaldo. And a lot of yeah. that is just we're, because of the stretch we're in is mm. a lot of that. If I took a three-year window, you're probably right. It's it's messy if you take a two- or three-year window that you're looking at. But especially right now, what Ronaldo was doing is just it, it's just insane. And to yeah. see him do it at this age especially is especially exciting. So a lot of that's why I went with Ronaldo. In the English Premier League, right now, if there's one, if there's one player that you would call the most exciting in the game, well, this, this is really recent for me, and and it's Jack Grealish. I saw him play the other day, last week, and uh, he had an unbelievable game. He really did. And whenever he had the ball, it didn't matter whether he was on the halfway line or on the edge of the area, he was looking to do something. He was looking to to take somebody on or get to the byline, pull it back. He was, he was seeing players, he was seeing passes that, that, were, that, that were catching his own forwards by surprise. He's strong, he can dribble, he can pass. He's got it all, he, he really has. And, and he's, I know he's been around for a couple of seasons, and, um, or more than a couple of seasons, but people have been singing his praises for a couple of seasons especially. And the fact that he's doing it in a, in a team that's struggling as well, and his head hasn't gone down, and it just shows what kind of character he is as well, that uh, that he can keep going at this, at this level. I looked at it as, okay, who would I pay to see? Like, if right now we're looking at it, it's $65 for me to get into a soccer match. Who am I going to pay money to see? And I went with Jack Grealish as well. Did you? And yeah. it's just because of what he does everywhere. Mm. He'll take anybody on. He doesn't care. I think attacking midfielders, he has more clearances than any other attacking midfielder right now. Yeah. He only has seven goals, but nobody's created more chances in the Premier League than Jack Grealish has so far this year. He's just constantly aggressive. It's like his his entire mannerisms and right. his thought process is always moving forward, always moving forward. Not not at, at a reckless pace, right. but it just seems like like just slowly but surely he's just always moving forward, box to box. It doesn't matter. I mean, Grealish is all over the place. Mm. That's the guy right now that when I'm watching a match that I'm usually walk out of any match he's in saying that was the most impressive guy out there in that match today. Yeah, well, I, I absolutely agree. And if he's not in the England squad, this next the next squad, then then I don't know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. On. Southgate even said last week, oh, well, I want to see a little bit more. How much more do you need to see? <laughs> I don't know. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> it really makes you wonder. But, um, yeah, you're right. Box to box, up and down. And, and you're right, again, he's running. He's not just running for the sake of running when he's attacking and then he thinks, well, what am I going to do now? He, yeah. see, he thinks two or three moves ahead. All right, in the MLS right now, the most exciting player. 
Oh, he obviously had to go with last season, and there was a toss-up because one's not in the MLS anymore. Um, but the the one who's, who 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 broke the scoring record is Carlos Vela. Yeah. So I had to go with him because he's um, just by because he's, he's scored so many goals. I went with Joseph Martinez, and a lot of that is because he is exciting, good and bad. Because something horrific could happen with Joseph Martinez <laughs> when he's got the ball as well. Yeah. But it, it's amazing to watch this guy because one minute it's almost like he disappears and just makes stupid decisions for sixty straight minutes. And then there will be 12 or 13 minutes where he takes over the game and you're thinking, can you do this at any point in time that you want to? And it's just mm. a matter of motivation. But Joseph Martinez, I don't know that he's not, to me, the most exciting athlete in America, regardless of sport right now. Mm. And he loves Atlanta. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's had offers to go, opportunities to go somewhere else. Doesn't right. want to. He keeps saying, this is my Madrid. This is my Barcelona. This is where I want to be. They're they're painting murals to him on the side of buildings in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so he's probably the most beloved athlete in the city of Atlanta as well. And the guy is a joy to watch, yeah. and it's absolutely terrifying at the same time because you have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> when he's out there on the pitch, but you know it's going to be exciting. So that's why I went with him. That's often the sign of a genius, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. We'll come back on the other side. Our target man, one player to target for the upcoming matches this weekend, starting 11 one the sports animal. To take the latest on Tennessee sports coverage with you anywhere you go, download the Sports Radio WNML app. Powered by Big Kahuna Wings, the wings that changed it all. Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and Experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from 184000 to 600000 They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville. Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com score. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter.
the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Pizza. Quite possibly the world's most perfect food. Almost everybody doesn't just like pizza, they love it. And whether your favorite topping is pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, or just plain cheese, Jet's Pizza can satisfy your craving. Jet's Pizza was built on their world-class deep dish pizza. And right now, you can get a four-pack of your favorite soft drink for only $6.99. Plus, get a large eight-corner, one-topping pizza for just $18.99. Jets Pizza, located at 7331 Kingston Pike across from Chili's. Check them out online at JetsPizza.com. Life is short. Eat better pizza. Let's get Jets. This Friday morning at 9, go online to 991thesportsanimal.com, where $25 will get you $50 to spend at Jets Pizza. Don't miss this sweet deal going live Friday morning at 9 at 991thesportsanimal.com. Cheap is for the birds, not for hardworking homeowners who need quality replacement windows, siding, or doors. That's why locally owned CRS Exteriors offers only the best products at a fair, honest price. A CRS isn't the cheapest, it's the best in pricing, in customer service, superior products, including Infinity by Marvin Windows. You want a free estimate? Price the rest, call the best. CRS Exteriors, 670-8823 or crsexteriors.com. From the pitch to the transfer window, we cover it all on the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. We're at point number nine, Chris, and that is our target man. One player you're targeting to have a great match week this weekend. Who do you have for us this week, Chris? Well, I'm about to go to the bench because my target, my, my first choice was Son. And he, he went and had the audacity to break his arm. And, and so <laughs> and continue to play and get a game-winning goal. I know. No, I, was, I was still angry oh, no. when I heard. He wants to man up a bit, doesn't he? <laughs> so, uh, so I've gone a different direction here, and I've gone back to my Sheffield United. Billy Sharp, he was a superstar for them in the, um, in the Champions, uh, Championship. He still is a bit of a superstar. He's only, he's only got a couple of, couple of goals this season. He's played over 500 pro games. 16 years ago, he was at Sheffield United, and Goodness. he was born in Sheffield. So he's, he really is a, a local hero. And he, he's, he's a nuisance when he, he comes on. He, he still starts. Um, he started last week, and he came off to a, a, He scored last week. Huge uh, reception. The fans love him. He, um, a lot of people said he couldn't make it in the, in the Premier League. A lot of people said Sheffield United wouldn't make it in the Premier League. So... The, the club and Billy Sharp are proving everybody wrong. They've got Brighton this week, so there's absolutely no reason why they can't continue their, their role that they're on. Um, Sheffield, Brighton are there for the taking, I believe, and, and so I think my man Billy Sharp is going to have a great game and um, going to continue this Sheffield United bandwagon. All right, I go with uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin for, for Everton. Um, he They're using two strikers since Ancelotti's taken over there instead of just going with one striker, and they really mm-hmm. they, have, they have three that they can that they can roll with. Right now, Dominic Calvert-Lewin seems to be the one that's been the most effective mm-hmm. since Ancelotti has taken over. You play an Arsenal on Sunday, and that is an Arsenal team that can absolutely fill it up, and especially with the struggles Jordan Pickford has had this year in goal. You're probably going to have to get two to feel like you could even draw this one against Arsenal. So mm-hmm. they're going to need those strikers for Everton. 
to be able to make a difference that they can keep this unbeaten streak going. And I think it starts in, uh, with Dominic Calvert-Lewin. No, and that's a good call, Calvert-Lewin. Point number 10, Chelsea against Man City on Monday. Uh, VAR, do you say VAR or do you say VAR? I know oh. in England they say VAR, but uh, Rebecca Lowe says VAR, so I say VAR. Yeah, I say VAR. Yeah, what a pig's ear they're making of this, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. That's an absolute nightmare. Um, you wonder what they're watching. I don't know why they've got this guy sitting in a shed at Stockley Park. It's so frustrating. I mean, I don't know where to start. There's so many, that, like Maguire, first of all, Maguire. Yeah, let's start there. Let's start with the Maguire kick because... We saw a similar play uh, against what it was a Tottenham against. I don't even remember what match it was now. That Son got kicked out yeah, before he got the red card for doing a very similar situation and kicking up. Yeah, he was lying on his back, kicked up into the player, barely brushed him, quite honestly, yeah. Son. Yeah, and um, then this time you have McGuire do what looks like at least a similar thing, yet no red card there. Well, it, it was worse than Son's because Son barely brushed the guy. And they thought, yep, Son, Son's was aggressive play. Came back to the referee, yes, aggressive, red card. Same thing happened with Maguire. Maguire actually kicks the guy where where he didn't want to be kicked yeah. with his with his cleats. Same as Son, and no, that's fine. It's okay. No, no, um, no dangerous play. So he stays on the field, goes and scores a goal later on. So yeah. that's just, just just to rub it in. I do think there were two things that were mentioned with that specific play. If we, we can stick at that one first, one Maguire's claim was that he was just trying to brace so that the player didn't fall on top of him. And his head was near the concrete, and he was concerned about that. Does that hold water to you whatsoever? How he didn't burst out laughing when he was giving that that, <laughs> that explanation, I don't know. Because the guy wasn't even coming down on him. He was... He was standing any, straight up. Yeah. yeah, he was standing straight up. And if anything, he was going to go to the side. The other thing was that this was just a subjective call. That you have one VAR official who saw the Sun play and said, okay, red card. You have another VAR official that sees the Maguire play and says, no red card. And that these are just going to be those types of subjective things. Incidentally, both incidents, it was the same on-field referee. Okay. Why can't he look at the look at the screen and make a decision? Because if you've got two different guys sitting at Stockley Park looking at it, making a subjective decision, then then that's three three people that have been been involved in the two incidents. The corner is the one I think that really hacks everybody off the most. The Chelsea corner where the goal was disallowed on that play. The goal was disallowed because they said that a, a Chelsea player fell into a Man United defender that cleared the path for that corner. But then on VAR review, he was pushed into the Man United player by another Man United player. Yeah, yeah. They said Aspilicueta pushed Brandon Williams, which he did. What everyone didn't notice the first time, or what I didn't notice when it happened during the game, was that Fred had pushed Aspilicueta. So they were all they were all moving towards the ball in a kind of straight line. The back guy pushed the middle guy, and the middle guy ran into the front guy. Yeah, which it, which which you couldn't blame him for. You know, Aspilicueta wasn't at fault. Now they looked at that. They stopped the game, looked at it, and the, the guy at Stockley Park in his uniform, and he looks at that, and everybody else can see that he got pushed. Yeah, especially from the angle behind the goal, right? That you could yeah, see oh yeah, yeah. It, it was. It wasn't even a little. It wasn't debatable. Yeah. And now this guy who makes the call doesn't see it. I. And every, I mean, it's just beggar's belief. It really does. The other goal that was disallowed by Chelsea because uh, the offside call, yeah. it was half of a foot. Offside. I don't mean half of a foot by as far as... I mean, literally half of the striker's foot oh, no. was offside. It was not anything that anybody saw, but they, every goal goes up to VAR review. They found it on VAR review. He's offside. Goal disallowed. Chelsea takes the loss 2 nothing. Do you have a problem with that kind of call? It was a yeah. clear offside, 
But that's not the intent of VAR is to get something where it's literally half of a human being's foot. The offside law was brought in to stop, prevent an attacker getting an unfair advantage. In all the years I've watched soccer and played soccer, I've never heard a crowd shout, he's... Half of his foot was offside. <laughs> I've never. It's a, the the cry. The, the cry is he's miles offside, referee. Yeah. It, it's got ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And in a lot of these cases, the the front of the guy's foot. There was the it, arm. It, it, there was it, the it, one it, son play a few matches a few weeks ago where his his arm was two millimeters off, and if it's within two millimeters, VAR supposedly has to call it. It's right? madness. Yeah, and no one's no one's a, no one's. Um, calling for this no one's appealing for for offside none of the defenders are going hey offside you know yeah. that was offside because it's just too close and I, I what i would do is i would have i would say if there's daylight he's offside i'd, I'd rather go the the other way than than the way it's going it's, on it's, the, side it's, of the attacker yeah, not the defender it's absolutely madness now it's ridiculous final point point number 11 your match of the week and your upset prediction if there is one for this week chris yeah okay match of the week i've got well it's Chelsea Tottenham Chelsea Spurs this fourth place battle for fourth place I mean it's always a, a, a good ding dong derby this one there's usually a bit of aggression flying around in this game uh, and with what's going on at Spurs the last uh, last few days makes it, and Chelsea with Chelsea losing yeah. uh, against Manchester United it's going to be a great game so it's on my list of games to watch this weekend. And with the injuries in front of the net that uh, that Chelsea's dealt with, there's no love lost and there, there's no sympathy whatsoever for them about the Spurs <laughs> losing Harry Kane and losing Son. It'll be interesting. Is Tammy Abraham going to be back? That'll be interesting to see here mm. for this one. Lacesslo, what kind of role does he play? How does Mourinho kind of fix this? And, yeah, and how get, does he set him up? Yeah. How does he set him up to get this his best team out there on the on the pitch? That'll be interesting to see as well. It's two teams turning in different directions. Chelsea repeatedly pulling a defeat out of the jaws of victory. Tottenham somehow, some way, three shots a match, ending up getting victories. This one looks like it should be Chelsea advantage, but I do think that is the match of the week. Leicester City, Man City is going to be in your big money spot at noon on Saturday for uh, NBC Sports. And then we get Everton against the Arsenal. It's also a fantastic matchup. Yeah, That'll be on Sunday. That is a really nice matchup. I do go with Tottenham against Chelsea as well. Do you have an upset pick for the weekend? Yeah, I do. Uh, no, I mean, it's... The one, Southampton Villa. I got Villa to beat Southampton away. Now um, Southampton in twelfth, and Villa in seventeenth. So it is kind. Of, it would be kind of an uh, you know an upset. And if Villa play like they played against Spurs, I can I can see them beating them. I really can. And uh, they've got a great team. If they can just put these the chances they're making, put them away. And uh, Tanzanian friend, we want him to start scoring. Uh, you know, I say one two. I I, I like Villa. I, I'm not a Villa fan. But because of the way they're playing, I'd like to see them. I'd, li- I'd like to see them beat Southampton and escape uh, relegation. I go get Newcastle against Crystal Palace, and I didn't realize that until I looked at the betting markets uh, this morning. I man, Crystal Palace is a huge favorite, like a massive favorite right now. I mean, mm. uh, they're a bigger favorite over Newcastle than Wolves are over um, Norwich this weekend, which is not something that I would have expected to mm. see because Newcastle has been absolutely terrible for all of 2020, and they just keep falling apart. I don't think they've scored. They've one time and since the beginning of the December have they scored a second goal in a match. That's yeah. not great. The Newcastle, yes, they just got shellacked last Sunday by Arsenal. I don't think they're that bad of a team. They played a very no, nice first half, and it seemed like almost that Arsenal match was just things got rolling downhill on them the wrong way, and they couldn't seem to get their footing again. So I, I think Newcastle beats Crystal Palace this weekend, and so that'll be my upset for the week. I think Crystal Palace is a team that if they don't watch themselves, they're not there yet. 
But, man, they're a lot closer to relegation than they are a Champions League spot or even a Europa League spot at this point. Yeah, I think I think Newcastle have got some fight in them. I, I do, I do. And, uh, yeah, I like that shout. I could see Newcastle beating Palace. That's Chris Carroll. I'm Will West. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can always catch the podcast of the Starting 11 as soon as our show's over, 99.1, thesportsanimal.com. Have the recent rains left your basement moldy and damp? Now is the time to act. Tear out that old wet flooring and call your local concrete polishing contractor, Reflective Floor Treatments. Reflective offers an attractive, durable, water, and stain-resistant concrete surface. Stop replacing that old floor and use the natural beauty of your concrete for a durable, long-term solution. For more information, go to ReflectiveFloorTreatments.com or call us at 865-806-0085. Call Reflective Floor Treatments. Concrete with personality. 